All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Way podcast where we will entertain, we will heal, we will build you up. I am Wayne and this is Elevated Friendship. So for today's topic, I want to get into parenting. Don't blame your parents. So you might be like, well, Wayne, I went through this. I went through that. I went through this. I went through that with my parents. And now as a parent, as I'm a little bit older and I can kind of funnel what I'm going to say into these three uh, uh, shoe boxes here of environment, of experience, of live decision making, uh, it's different. And the way I got into this was years ago, I want to say about 2012, I just had some some questions, some critique you know, uh, for my mom. And and I was far enough to, to not get swung on <laughs> and not get hit by my mom. So I sent it through email <laughs> like a punk. <laughs> so I sent my mom this email, just childhood questions. I was like, mom, why was this? Why was that? Why was this? Why was that? And, uh, and, and I, you know, I felt like I put my blood, sweat and tears into this because you can do that with your mom. You can be revealing with your mom. You can be open with your mom. This is where I believe it, it was. We were created to be and, and desired to be. Um, if you didn't have that, not a problem. We'll, we'll come back to you later. So I reach out to my mom and ask her why. And, and most people know in the in the black household, if you come from a, a, a you know a, a traditional structured black household. Asking why it could just but get you thrown out like DJ Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That, ah! <laughs> so asking why was kind of the heart of my message, not the letter Y, W-H-Y. Ooh, he asked why. <laughs> so I asked why, mom, why this, why that? And she replied back with the exact tone of why I'm saying this. And she said, son, now that you're a man and a husband, I can talk to you. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. If that wasn't the, the, the gut head shot punch that Tyson used to throw that boom, 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 boom. I, I, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. And here's the thing. That conversation right there allowed me to mature so much better. You know what I mean? It allowed me to mature mature in a way that uh, I didn't know it was coming. Where I really started to see people as people. Okay? From that conversation, I got to see my mother as a human being and as a woman almost as if, like, if we were the same age. I could put my arm around her and say, wow, this is what you were thinking at this time. And this is how you felt at this time. And this is why you mothered this way. Okay. Not a lot of people read books. You should. But if you read the book, what you find is a mindset and a thought of that person at that time. And that's why people that love to read books and people that are reading books continue to do that because you get the full story, the full story. So 
a lot of times from a childhood perspective, the blame you are shooting out has not been fully developed. You don't know the whole chessboard. You don't know each player on the roster. You don't know what school they came from. You don't know their 40 time, how much they bench 225, how fast they go through drills. You don't even know what they look like in their background. You just judge them today from your perspective. So, it really caused me to stop and look at my mom. My my parents were in their late 20s when they had me. And I'm looking at my late 20s. Because every environment, every experience, every decision is going to be a little bit different, isn't it? Name two presidents that have been alike. Name two presidents that have looked exactly alike. Name two presidents that have appealed to specifically the exact same people every time. Name two presidents that have had children that look exactly the same. Name two presidents that have had wives that look exactly the same. Name two presidents that name their kids the same thing. Name two presidents that have uh, the, the White House set up the way they want the same. Like, if you keep going with me on this, you'll start to see the differences. There, there are subtle differences and large, big differences, but ultimately... The way you decide to do things in that time is subject to the environment and the experience that you have currently going. We're not all going to decide and and make the same decision, do the same thing. I am a runner. I run track and field. I coach track and field. And I can tell you no two races have been the same. (laughs) I might have ate. Something a little bit different. I might have got out of the blocks a little bit different. This shoe turns out a little bit, turns in a little bit more on this day. The weather was a little bit different on this day. I had a little bit more water on this day. I got to Panera that Thursday before this meet. You know, something could be different in in almost every scenario. And that's the heart of this message is you have to look at the full spectrum the full picture to really gauge what it is you are blaming, deciding on, judging, and choosing when you're looking at your parents. So here's the deal. The people that I'm about to talk about right now are completely separate from the people I want to talk to in this podcast today. So the people that I want to speak to right now You are a completely different breed. You are a completely different person. You are a completely different planet. And this is who you are. You are people that were physically abused by your parents. You might still be hurting or damaged in some way from what they did to you. You are sexually abused from, if not a parent or a step-parent, maybe someone higher up in your family that was an uncle or an aunt or or whoever. Or maybe whoever was, you know, in charge of you in your life, your legal guardian, your stepmom, your stepdad, your adopted mom, your adopted dad, whomever it was, they were so verbally uh, uh, sharp and verbally abusive and, and damaging and heavy to you that you you never recovered. You never even found out that there was a sunshine. You just think, really, every day is cloudy. 
even when the sun is shining bright, burning your skin, you're, you're, oh, yeah, yeah, I better get back inside. It's, it's, it's too much sun out here. You don't want to have too much sun because, you know, people do it too much sun. Like, you just ramble and say things that nobody understands because you're still so mentally damaged and jar jarring, jarred up, making up words. So, if that's you, this conversation is not for you because you need the healing and all the love and the hugs and anything that I could possibly give or a professional uh, that you can seek out for professional help, mental health, uh, even, you know, some, if you have your pastor, you can go to your pastor, whoever your spiritual leader is. Um, you definitely need them. You need more healing. This podcast, I don't want to say it's for the brats. <laughs> I don't want to say for the people that, that, you know, know better. It's for the people who haven't quite aligned their thought process and their mind with adulthood now. And not a lot of people do this. I had to do this. Me, I had to do this. And it's so beneficial when you eat the cake. Just eat the cake. This cake is a grown-up cake, okay? It's not just water and flour and sugar. Like, there's ingredients to this cake. You have to know what you're doing to eat this cake. And I'm saying eat the cake. Because the people that are, are traumatized, like, these are people... That will never have sex because of how traumatized they are. These are people that have only had sex for money because they were prostituted out. These are people that were victims of child pornography. These are people that at some age were, were hurt or damaged sexually by somebody. So to them, all they know is sex with this person or that person. And then their whole family outcast them and looks at them as if they're the devil because of, of what they're doing now on the streets. Because now they're having too much sex or having five or eight baby, baby mamas or now they're 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 gay. But you condemn them for being gay, but not what happened to them or they're lesbian and you condemn them for being lesbian, but won't talk about what actually happened to them every time they ask you for help. That's a completely different lane and I am not talking to you today, but I wish you all the love and the blessings and the peace that you can possibly have in this life because you need a healing that I am not qualified to give you. And whoever it is that you will seek out for help, a professional, for mental health, a psychologist, I, I wish you well in your journey as you go to them or a spiritual leader uh, that you will go to, a pastor, a preacher, um, whoever uh, you desire to be your shelter and your help and your healing. I am not talking to you today. I'm talking to the people that need to grow up. <laughs> they do not have your story. They actually have good parents. And by good parents, I mean they were not putting them in harm's way and putting them in the scenarios that um, you all were in. So now that I've kind of cleared up, you know, click, click, cleared the the stage a little bit to explain who I'm talking to. I do want to leave a little disclaimer, though. We as human beings, especially Americans, do give out a lot of verbal abuse. 
So if your parents were verbally abusing, oh my God, so stupid. Oh my God, every time. You are always late. You are always slow. You're always this. You're always that. That always, boy, talk about witchcraft. (laughs) I am so sick and tired that I am. Oh, stop it. I am so sick and tired of you just to do that. I am so sick I am, I've had it up to you. Like, those repeat statements, which your parents didn't realize at that time, we have the, the capability and the oxygen to look at now. That they were putting a witchcraft on you, a, a mind control on you, almost like a zombie-like state on you, by telling you that you're always late, you're always slow, you're always dumb, you're always fat. You're always stupid. You're always late. You're always this. They didn't realize that. A lot of what we say is what we become. A lot of what we hear is what we'll be. The brain that hears insults isn't the same brain that's going to be a genius. And and people don't know that. We know that now. They did not know that. We know that now. They did not know that. So what I'm saying to you right now is (laughs) they dumped and unloaded a lot of things on us in their uh, verbal artillery. And it hurt. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. Yes, it hurt. But all this time we've had Oprah. We've had Dr. Phil. We've had Ayanla uh, Van Zandt. The help is here. I mentioned earlier for the people who have been through terror in their homes that they should seek out professional help, a psychologist, a shrink, whoever their religious leader is, their spiritual leader, to go to them, their pastor, their preacher, to go to them. That's on you. You go and get that help. You need to go to the dentist. You need to go to the masseuse. You need to go to the chiropractor, okay? You need to go get your oil changed. You need to eat the right amount of calories and do the right workout for the day. You need to get yourself checked out. You've got to do all that. There there really aren't adult classes, but there are plenty of adults that make money off of adult mistakes. Like, make that make sense. We don't have adult classes. We won't tell you how to manage your taxes and manage your yard and manage your body and manage. But there's somebody to make money off of those things because people aren't good at them. The more you stop needing people, (laughs) it it, kind of concerns some people. They're like, wait, you don't need this. You don't need that. If people look at you kind of crazy, they're like, how are you doing all this? Well, if you make a habit of doing these things more, it's not that you're so sufficient and so much better than everybody else. It's just that. You recognize the full spectrum of adulting when you check off all the boxes. You got your car insurance, okay? Your property and casualty. You got your life insurance. You got your stocks, your annuities. You got you got your income set up. You got your rainy day fund set up. The, you got the money hidden in the mattress. You know, it, when you get all those things, people are just like, wow, man, this dude's really got it set up. And it's not about being set up and looking better than anybody. It's just about... Having a full life and understanding that fear should be a part of your planning. 
that fear should lead to better strategy. Fear should lead to better, better things. So the reason why number the, the three reasons why you cannot blame your parents, let's move into them. Number one is environment. Number two is experience. Number three is live decision making. Like people always say, like during a buzzer beater, if a guy can't make a buzzer beater, he choked. Or if he especially if it's an air ball, that's live decision making. So his environment of training and his experience in training is going to lead to how ice cold he is when he's shooting that buzzer beater three-pointer. We go through this every day at so many different times, especially when you're in, in unfavorable positions. So I'm going to go back to my mom. I'm going to go back to me. I'm going to go back to anybody and everybody. What kind of environment are you in right now raising your kids? Do they know why you live in the big house that you live in? Do they know why you live in the projects that you live in? Do they know why you're on government assistance? Have you explained that to them? <laughs> and what age and what age do your kids understand where they're at and why they're there? You, you know what I mean? D did you understand as a kid? I don't know if I did. Like, why are we eating grilled cheeses all the time? <laughs> you know, when you don't understand, you don't understand. There's, there's a dual-sided piece to everything, really. There's the balance. There's the yin, the yang, um, the light, the dark. And if you're looking in outer space, you understand that neither one of those are evil. The light is not evil. The dark is not evil. The, the light is not uh, holy. The darkness is not holy. It's, it's just balance. It's the imbalance of things and taking advantage of people. The intent can be evil. The intent can be holy. Um, in your childhood is parenting. And in your parenting is childhood. So as a child, you're never going to understand why your parent is saying what they're saying. Like one of the things that just makes me laugh now being a dad is talking to my you know, friends that have teenagers. You, you, where they say this, you just, you, you think I'm so dumb, don't you? You think I'm dumb, don't you? You think I don't know what you're doing? I've been there. I've done that. This is all we did for four years. And now I've had uh, uh, 20 years to laugh at the four years of high school that that I was in. So now if you're, so let me, let me do this, let's do it. So 25 plus 20 makes you 45. So if you're 45 years old, <laughs> 45 years old and laughing and joking with your college, uh, your, your high school kids, uh, am I doing this right? I'm 25, 45. Okay, so if you if you have your kids about twenty five, and they're twenty years old, that makes you forty five. So, yeah, yeah, twenty five. Twenty five is. I'm, I'm going to use that as a standard age. So, <laughs> if you're twenty five, when you when you've had your high school kids, at twenty five, you've had at least six or seven years to reflect on high school 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You've had about six or seven years to just reflect on what happened in high school. Then as you mature, you go to your like, like 10 year reunion. Uh, you do all that stuff. You know, you, you're like, wow, like either we were really dumb or we did a lot of good things, you know, or as a blend <laughs> of things. So you've had a chance to kind of look back and laugh at all this stuff. Like, man, I would, this, I would definitely do that different if I had to do this over again. Like, I would definitely do this different if I had to do this all over again. But it's just funny to look at, you know, parents actually saying that now. Like, you you, you think I'm so dumb. You don't understand. Like, I've, I've been there. I've done all these things you're trying to do. <laughs> so, yeah, even even... <laughs> Even in your memory lane, you have a little bit of coaching and counsel so that when you do have kids, you're like, oh, mm -mm, don't do that. Don't do that. Son, don't do that. Daughter, don't do that. Because <laughs> you're looking at this, this child, you're, you're perfectly loving, beautiful, wonderful child. And you see all the decisions that they're trying to make and you just try desperately so hard to keep them from making your mistakes. <laughs> it's like terrifying. You're like, wow. You sit and look at them one day and you're like, you have to go through all the things that I went through. So the environment, it, it does play a major role. It, a, a major role. Because the environment will teach your kids something of an expectation, whether you say anything or not. If you grow up in the suburbs, if your kids grow up in the suburbs, they're going to have a suburb expectation, a suburb environment. They don't see liquor stores and churches every two blocks. They don't see fights or gang members or shootings or police constantly swarming the place and doing drug bust or a meth head or a drug head, you know, ODing on the corner, you know. So... Growing up in a trailer park, growing up in the projects, growing up in, in a, a very hard community, a hood, growing up in the res is not the same as growing up in the suburbs. Environment is everything. It is everything. I, I went to a, a Holiday Inn one time with my wife and a storm had canceled our, our reservation. And uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to name them, but that's who did it. <laughs> I was uh, in, in town for a friend's wedding wedding, wedding and wedding rehearsal, and they just canceled our reservation um, when the storm came through, and the storm deleted their, their whole system. Would not honor our reservations or anything. They were all booked up the, the, the next day. So we went to, uh, I, I, I took my wife to a cheap motel, and she hated it. Hated it. <laughs> Environment is everything. So you're telling me that they can play the Super Bowl at a high school stadium? Well, maybe if it's like in Texas or something. But <laughs> like you're you're not going to play a Super Bowl game at a junior high field. OK. Environment is everything. You're not going to go to a nail spa and get a mani-pedi at a place that has a one-star rating. People are going to look and just be like, ugh, environment is everything. 
If you go to a place to eat, and I'll get off of this in a minute. If you go to a place to eat and you see one bug, one roach, one rodent crawl through there, it's time to go. You get out. Environment is everything. So this is this is what's hard. This is what's really hard. People that come from a traumatic, problem-filled, and uh, uh, painful environment will not be able to see the, the, the clear horizon the way you do with your Keurig. You wake up every morning in, you know, 3,000 square feet, 4,000, 5,000 square feet of, of home that's barely even hit 10 years old. You almost got the house paid off. You're looking out of your window. Everybody's grass is a deep, dark, emerald green. The trees are blossoming and blooming. People are getting yard care and work done. People are comparing mowers and riding mowers and they're, they're you know, edging equipment. It, it's not the same. It's just not the same. I'm sorry. It's not the same. So before you launch into somebody and think, especially for your parents, that they came from the same environment you came from, so they should understand you, you guys didn't. If your mom or your dad came up from a much more harsh environment or there was a lot less empathy or understanding during those teaching moments or during the discipline or during um, the parenting itself. If they didn't see their parents do it, they're not going to do it for you. So it's on you to understand, wow, now that we have the tools, now that we have the capabilities, now that we have nine to 10 to 20 to 30 psychologists to connect with on Instagram, to connect with on YouTube, to connect with on Twitter, if they're on Twitter, that's on you to go and get that healing. Go get it. Nobody's going to sit around and wait for you to realize how to heal yourself. Nobody's going to sit around and wait for you to say, hey, I'm an adult now and I've been hurt from my childhood all this time from something my mom said to me or something my dad said to me after a basketball game and I just can't shake it. So I'm just going to ride this thing all the way to the grave so I can blame them. No, no. Why do you want that for your life? So you want to have a horrible life just so you can blame your mom and dad? Well, what about your life? What about your riches? What about your wealth? What about your abundance? Go get that. How do you get that? First, you got to start with what's keeping your feet shackled down to the ground. If it's your psychology, if it's your mindset, how do you go get a better mindset? If not to study the people that have it. Study the people that have a good mindset. Study the people that have the wealth. Study the people that are at their best. Stop looking around and trying to get help from the people that aren't doing better than you. Stop looking around and trying to get help from the people that are just a little bit better than you. You got to reach higher. The environment is everything. Create the environment for yourself. You might have to isolate and cut some people off that you didn't think you cut, cut off before. Number two is experience. Experience is everything. Some parents, some people just do not have experience with special needs people. 
They don't have experience with a son or a daughter that is gay or lesbian. They don't have experience with empathy. To them, empathy is, well, I gave you a meal, didn't I? I I cooked, I cleaned. Some parents don't say, I love you. That's not their love language. Five love languages. Five love languages. They apply to parenting as well. Your kid might not, (laughs) your kid might not speak the same love language as you. (laughs) You know, your kid, your kid's love language might, oh my God, my mom loves me so much because she helped me do this. I don't know what that thing is, but you'll see their face light up and we don't pay attention to this. But a lot of kids have the same love language as their parents. And you're thinking, no, you got to do this because this is what my mom and my dad told me to do. But their love language is words of affirmation. You tell them, honey, I love you so much. And you are the daughter. You are the son that I always wish I could have had. Because of that, they go and get you a 4.0. They go and get you a scholarship with Juilliard, with academics, or or, I'm sorry, with athletics, because they are being fed in their love language. Now they go forth and rock this thing. They set the world on fire in a good way. So some people, some parents just don't have the experience to give you the opposite of what hurt you. And they were just trying to make you better. That's the only reason why these parents do this stuff. Unless they say, I literally mean you harm. (laughs) I literally mean you the worst. Because I shouldn't have had you. They say some stuff like that. I get it. If a parent says a a, a cutthroat statement like that, at that point, you just got to decide, do I want to continue to get beat up like this? Because obviously, if you say stuff like that to me, I shouldn't have had you. That's... You can disconnect from them. Just go find some other parents. You go find somebody at like a church or or a setting that's like, oh, my son is gone in this day. Be like, hey, I'll be your son. Can I be your son? Or uh, as a daughter, if you're a girl, I'll be your daughter. Can I be your daughter? Because I my mom, my mom or my dad said they wish they never had me. So I I kind of need a mom or dad. I need some mentorship if you don't mind. <laughs> it's that easy. Like it's actually too easy. There are people, men and women, that need to parent. They need to mentor. They need someone to share this information with. And the forces align and join all the time. If you don't believe me, go look at how a tornado forms. (laughs) Sometimes they form over the ocean. (laughs) Like, look at the way a tornado forms and then get back to me. Things come together. They do. And then the last thing, I mean, experience, people are just going to be a collection of their experiences and then repeat that. Well, every time I see somebody walking right behind me, I open the door and then let them in as a gentleman. So you're going to teach your kids how to open the door, you know, for people as a gentleman. And if you're a lady, when when your daughter sees you opening the door for ladies, she's going to expect, based on that experience, that a man's going to open the door for her. And if he doesn't, she'll just open it and keep walking through. She shouldn't just stop right there and wait. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, there should be some evolution and some adjustment with that, you know, where you, your daughter understands she can be the CEO and also a wife. It shouldn't just be one or the other. <laughs> you know, these women have choices. These women have capabilities. These women have blessings. These women have so much more than what has previously been put on them in environment and experience. Last thing is uh, decision making. Your live decision making is not going to be crystal clear. It's not going to be beautiful. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be harmonious. And because you understand that now and you hate being yelled at and called all out of your name, since you don't like it, what do you think your parents felt? They don't have, they didn't have podcasts. They had the radio. You either got it or you didn't. Or you could record something on your VCR or you didn't. We have podcasts. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have all these ways that you can connect to ways to get better. They did not. And let me give you the biggest clue, the biggest fun fact of the day. You hear from our parents now. If they're, you know, retirement age. Well, back in our day, we had this, we had that. Their parents were saying the same thing. Well, back in our day, we didn't have eight track players. Back in our day, we didn't have color television. Back in our day, we didn't have a track. Back in our day, our field was mud. We didn't have green grass and freshly cut lawns and 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 <laughs> you know clear white lines on our on our track and field. Back in our day, we just had mud. Every generation is going to get roasted by the previous generation. Back in our day is just an easy way of saying, I wish I had what you guys had. So let me help you learn how to use it better. Who in their right mind as a 16 year old or a 15 year old as a high school student was thinking on the same mental facility the same mental level as a grown-ass man. You got girls getting pregnant on 16 and pregnant. Women aren't getting pregnant past 50. Their mind, their wisdom, their wealth strategies, go and talk to a female financial planner now and ask her, what were you like at 15? In the wrong scenario, could you have gotten pregnant? Everybody can say yes. Because everybody's curious. Everybody's got this fresh, blooming, budding body. And our emotions are operating on a much higher level than our intelligence. So when kids are doing a good job in school, especially you parents, please don't be too hard on them. If they've made that commitment with their mind to do well in school, what they're telling you is, I'm for real and I got it. But if you push them too hard, you're not going to like where that brain goes because it's heavy. That's a heavy brain at that point. That's a good brain. That's some good brain. <laughs> so don't blame your parents. Don't blame your parents. Pull yourself aside and really just think. If I was my mom or my dad and I had me right now at the age that I'm at and the age that I was when they were this age. What would I be saying and doing with them right now? What would I be saying and doing with them during coronavirus? 
would I be anti-vaccine? Would I be pro-vaccine? Like, would would I be a you know gay, lesbian, LGBT hater, or would I celebrate people that you know want to have a good and quality life? Like, wh- what do you do? Well, what you do in this scenario, in this circumstance, will determine what your kids say about you. So now I'm saying, don't blame your parents. Well, your kids blame you. Well, my mom was just so, she was just so bougie all the time. Like we had to get nails and cars and, and, and all this. And I, I never learned how to do any kind of yard work or anything. So I just, mm, I don't know. I always hold that against my mom because we were just too bougie. Or my mom always made sure that I knew how to make money only and do this and do that other. So I never had any time to learn what a manicure, pedicure and all this stuff was. So, you know, you just never know what what will your kids say about you? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What are your kids going to say about you? So I'm saying don't blame your parents. Well, as parents, what are your kids going to blame you for? And that is what's going to make you parents a lot different, a lot better. Because you got none of your parents said they were perfect. None of your parents said they had all the answers, all the keys. But they, if they pushed you to do well at anything, they did it out of love. If they pushed you to do anything, they did it out of love. So... Hold on to that. Hold on to those blessings. Hold on to what they gave you that was good. If they didn't give you everything, what did they give you that you could use? Did they teach you anything about finances? Did they teach you anything about food? Did they teach you anything about health? Because if your parent was great in one thing, but not so good at the others, take the good stuff, carry that, and add to that what you feel like you should have had. That will help you as a person and help you with your parenting. Complete the sandwich. Just complete the roles. You got this thing well established. Go establish the other thing. Just complete the roles. Fulfill them in your life for yourself. All right, you all. I love you all. I hope you love me back. Please like, love, and share all these messages. I love you all. I hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.